Welcome to another episode of Mad Girls in Marketing. This is your unscripted, unedited podcast about working in the marketing and advertising world. Your hosts and marketing professionals, Victoria Yassam and Nicole Hearn, give you the good, the bad, and the ugly truth about what they deal with on a daily basis. Welcome to another episode of Mad Girls in Marketing. I'm Victoria. I'm Nicole. And Nicole. Yes. <laughs> I'm really excited for this episode. So with this new year, I have very aggressive sales goals. And okay. I'm sure our listeners do too. Yes. I would love to hear about prospecting. How do we do it cold? How do we do it warm? Like, y'all buckle up, get some popcorn. This is going to be a super informative episode. We are skipping the banter. We are going balls to the wall. Because I think, like, we obviously both have different backgrounds and we yeah. have different business models. Yes. So, like, I want to hear about how you prospect. Mm-hmm. I want to hear your cold call scripts. I want to hear, like, all the things. And oh, I think God. our listeners do, too. And I will share mine as well. Um, but let's let's fucking do it. Okay. Um, well, that's the the one P word that I eliminated from my piece in 2023 <laughs> is prospecting. <laughs> All the other P words are in. Prospecting is out. Sorry, not sorry. Uh, no, look, I mean, um, it's funny that we're talking about this because I literally was just talking to um, somebody that I, ha- I worked with years ago and we were talking about prospecting and um, how it's kind of like this dark cloud that I feel like sits over every every salesperson's head. Like oh, no matter what industry you're in, you're like prospecting. Like how can I avoid prospecting in all capacities of life? So I'm taking it back to old school when I was a sales rep and I'm like going out like feet on the street, going back into places and like getting in front of people. And the reason I'm doing that is because it worked for me then. But I think when the pandemic came, the world shut down, right? Like mm-hmm. the world shut down and the comfort of talking to people closely, shaking hands, you know, it, it's just it's just changed. And I'm not saying it's right or wrong. But now that things, the cloud is kind of parted in the middle and things are starting to feel more comfortable and people are out and about, I think like the old school tactics of sales have like been lost. Well, so here's the thing. And we're going to get into this in a minute when I get to like my part. But Going back into offices, I I do sales training as part of some of the stuff that we do at Red Ball. And I, I teach people how to cold call and door knock. That's like mm-hmm. lesson 101, right? Yeah. All else fails. Get your ass on the street and start yep. fucking doing it. Yep. People after COVID love guests in their office. That's what I mean. Like That's what I'm talking literally, about. Literally, you walk in there and Karen at They're the front snappy. desk is like, hey, how's it going? That's and, what I mean. I want to like get ahead of it because I feel like – I t- like I deal with a lot of sales reps because I'm working with them to place media at these stations and I constantly hear them go like you know I'm I, I'm not going to go out there I'm not going to go out to this dealership I'm going to do that I'm like well I am because people want to see people they really do like people yeah. and especially business owners I'm like I'm sure they're thinking where where are the sales reps that were beating down my doors for years, blowing my phone up, asking for business, asking for business. And now you can hear pennies drop because nobody's walking in the front of these doors. So I, in 2023, literally have put it on my calendar once a month on Wednesdays to go out to automotive dealers, to go out to home improvement. Yeah, You know, I pick... 
I think I'm picking like three or four, depending on the distance, right, to drive there because we all know it takes time to drive back and forth and pick, you know, three to four that I can go out to. You know, if it's going to be in D.C., obviously I'll plan a little differently. Maybe I'll do two days that week, but I'm at least going to do one day during the month where I go out and I don't carry business cards anymore. I'll explain that later, but I... I'm going to go out, like shake hands, get in front of people because A, I'm a female, I I am, and I'm going to go out there and get in front of these, like these owners, these women, these men, like they want to see people. I want to dress up. I want to look professional. I want them to see a smiling face. And I have a really good feeling that they're going to give me the time of day that maybe they wouldn't have given to me two, three, five years ago when this was expected of me when I was a sales rep. So that's what I'm going to be doing in 2023 when it comes to physically going out and getting in front of clients. Um, As far as cold calling, I have to be honest, I'm not a a big cold caller. I don't have a script. Um, I typically always ask though for the owner or the person who's the director of marketing. Um, And if they say, well, they're not in right now, I always follow up with, what can I, you please provide me with an email address, always an email address. And typically they'll, they'll give it to you. And then once I get off the call, I always follow up with an email and send it to them and just let them know that I just left them a voicemail or I called them. Um, And I make my emails short. Sending long emails about your services and what you're trying to achieve. Do not do that. Make the subject line impactful. Like, helping you grow your business in 2023, something that catches their attention. Like, did you know that automotive sales, something that's, that relates to their business that they are intrigued to open it, even make a video. Mm-hmm. I've made videos before, literally like 15 minutes videos of like, hi, I'm Nicole Hearn. I work at WBALT. When, when, this is when I was a rep. Uh, but when I first started Magro Marketing, I would make videos like, hi, I'm the owner of Magro Marketing. Would love, you know, to meet you for coffee you know, and then hope that they would open it. I've gotten some replies back with that, but it didn't always work. But like, make it intriguing, make somebody interested to open your email. So cold calls, probably not my biggest strength, but getting out, shaking hands, I'm way better in front of people than talking on a phone. But getting out there and doing that and short emails, like get to your point. Hey, I'm Nicole. I'm reaching out on behalf of this company. I would love to sit down. I would love to meet you for coffee. I have a great idea. And come with an idea. Have an idea. Ideas are everything now. Nobody wants to hear about the fact that you can place media or that you know how to make a graphic for social media or that you're going to create ads for them. Yeah, nobody come, fucking cares. No, they don't, they don't no. care. Give me an idea. Give me an idea. Like that's that's what they want. Like come in, like when I go out to these automotive dealers, I better have an idea. Not that it's just like, hey, I can get better rates for you. Definitely can get better rates for you. And I definitely think you should be on this TV station. No, they don't want to hear that. Like what's your creative idea? Like what are you actually going to do for them? And have a piece of knowledge. Know what's going on with the automotive world. Go Know what's going on with home improvement industry. Know what's going on in retail. Like have a wealth of not, be a wealth of knowledge. Well, here's the thing now. Going out, and doing door knocks or cold calls or mm-hmm. whatever, first of all, you have to have a strategy behind it. Right? Oh, yeah. You have mm-hmm. to have a list of like people that you want to actually talk to. And a girlfriend of mine actually works in media. She, oh my God, she is like the queen of door knocking. Like I'm pretty good at it, but this bitch, oh my <laughs> God. So she does like the cutest stuff. And Safeway, a grocery store around here, has big bags of popcorn. Like this stuff is like literally, it's the mm-hmm. size of my child. She said it's like $4. She'll get yeah. it. And she'll literally pop in. And I'm like, oh, my God, I think that's the cutest thing ever, right? So cute. Yes. So she goes to these places, brings popcorn, brings business card, and says, like, hey, I'm just popping in. Like, I just want to, like, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. 
And she's been doing that for years and like people love it. And yeah. it's sealed popcorn. It like comes from manufacturer, right? So this isn't like she's like popping popcorn at her house and like taking it because that's weird. Um, that would definitely be against yeah, all violations of life right now. Yeah. So <laughs> all violations. Uh, <laughs> the COVID police would come out. <laughs> yes. Do not bring home any popcorn. But she's like super strategic about it, which – I love like you can't just like even if it's something as small as like I'm just going to go to like this business park you have to know you can't just like drive and be like oh I'm going to stop here because there's there's no method to it. No and the chances are too that you'll you'll you won't go in you'll get there you won't go in there'll be like cold feet an email come through that'll throw you off like you have to go out with like a solidified plan Mm -hmm. like of what your day is going to be like I love the idea of taking something out I used to do that as a rep all the time I don't necessarily do that now as an owner. Um, but it's it's different though. It is definitely different. different. I definitely send things. I love, I've gotten coffee mugs made and I've packaged those and like, not just put like mad girl marketing, but put like cute little quotes on there. Like things that people can sit on their desk and they can like giggle at, or they can like, you know, or like I've done like putting like fun facts on coffee mugs and then like my logo on the other side of it. Um, you know what, what she did actually, I had coffee with her. It was like a month ago and she gave me, I didn't know that. Starbucks does this, but you can go on Starbucks website and order gift cards with your logo on them. Mm-hmm. And it's like $5. You can put whatever you want on the gift card, but I think it's like, she was like 200 bucks to like actually get the logo file in there or something. And I was like, oh my God, I love this. So I, I haven't used it. It's sitting in my purse because it's like on my to-do list to do for this year, but you just get like a tiny little logo put on a Starbucks gift card. I'm like, and it's, it's an actual gift card. This isn't a virtual gift card. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. There's so many things out there, but that's my point. I think that we've gotten away from those things. Yeah. I think that there's people out there who are who are doing it and doing it well and doing it right. But I think a wide range of us in sales have really gotten away from it. I mean, look, I've I I've gotten away from it. I've been fortunate in my business, you know, to get bit like get business from referrals, but I think for me, like I said, this year yeah. I'm going out, I'm getting back out there, I'm doing the things that work. And I think that people want to see people. I think people want those little gifts again. I think all those things that the guerrilla marketing had like that worked for so many years, I still think it works. I really do. Yeah. You know, so that's my plan when it comes to it. And prospecting look is is hard. It's not you got to know who you really want to go after. And when you say you want to go after a certain client, go after them. Mm-hmm. Don't give up because you, let me tell you something. They're not going to answer the first email or the second or the mm-hmm. third. And it's not because it's you. It's because they have 50 emails before you and they have 40 other things that went on that day. And you never know what's going on in people's lives personally or in business. So if you're passionate about going after a certain piece of business and you're determined to get in – you don't know when they give you a no, that's the most rewarding response you can get. No, thank you. Not interested. Because the, they replied. Because they replied. Yeah. So if you're not getting that, you keep going after them. You keep going after them. So I'm going to read something. Well, you were saying that. I just Googled this. I like literally have this like printed out in my office, but it's sales statistics. And this was like a while ago. I'm sure it's a little bit different now, but it still puts it into perspective, right? 48% of salespeople never follow up with a prospect. And we're going to get there in a second. 25% of salespeople make a second contact and stop. 12% make three contacts and stop. And 10% make more than three contacts. 2% of sales are made on the first contact. 3% are made on the second. 5 are made on the third. 10 are made on the fourth. And 80 are made on the fifth 
to 12th. Yeah. And I can tell you in real life, it is 100% true. Absolutely. 100%. Absolutely. And I, uh, I, when I train this and when, when I do this, um, I tell people get a process in place to follow up with your prospects because the problem is, is it's not like sales reps are bad, right? Mm -hmm. You just get busy. You forget. You think if someone says no, that means no. But yep. we know that it doesn't mean no. Mm-hmm. Um, it just means not right now. Things change. People get fired. Yep. All the things, right? So like what do we – like how do we keep in contact with them, right? So get a free CRM. HubSpot is good. Do you use HubSpot? Um, yes. Okay. I, I use HubSpot. It. Yeah. Um, would love to be sponsored by HubSpot. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Yep. Um. But it's totally free to do the minimal stuff, right? So doing um, doing like your CRM tracking, definitely have a CRM, have a prospect list, mm-hmm. have like all that stuff, creating a top 10. Like Nicole said, you know, go after the people that you want to go after, which is creating a top 10, top 10 prospects that you want. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think she's 100% correct. Like people miss the little tchotchkes and the all of that stuff. Like, Well, it means more when you put thought behind it because yeah. I get some tchotchkes from like local vendors and it's you can just tell there was no thought behind it it was just like well we need to send them something let's send this out it's like know your know the per if you don't know the person that you're going after do something cute like the popcorn right or like the season that we're in right now like you could do like hand warmers you could do um the froster for your for their car you could do there's just so many different things that you could do in the winter time or the summertime like i've done like sunblock before where i've taken and i mean don't block me from getting i mean i've done it all i i could don't probably really me. think don't block like all kinds of things like i've done i have hashtag marketing yes exactly <laughs> but you know if you do know if you have gotten to know more about the particular client that you're trying to go after like send them something there's so many ways i mean i sent cupcakes to like all my people during the christmas the christmas time like even like you know clients that i've just gotten on or that i've had for a long time but they were all personalized like i was able to put my logo on it i was able to like there's just so many different things there you know and obviously there's a cost to everything but there's so many like minimal you could go to the dollar store literally literally and there's so many things there that you could buy in bulk and then like put some tissue paper in it and add a little this or add a little that I mean I've done it for my kids teachers like where there's a will there's a way it just it's putting the time in taking the steps and believe it or not those things actually go a long way they do but CRMs definitely have a plan in place definitely know who you want to go after absolutely and carve it out in your calendar put it on your calendar put it on your calendar and stick with it and know that Tomorrow, I'm getting up, leaving first thing in the morning. This is what I'm doing. I'm shutting myself off from these emails. I'm shutting myself off from these things today. My sole focus, at least that's what I have to do. I have to like kind of just- Well, it's time management. Yeah. Take a 30-minute break to check emails, but I'm on the road. I'm hitting these guys up. I'm doing it. And it feels so good. And then it's like you take note of that. And then after you drop that off, if you don't get in front of them or you do, then you follow up um, the next day with them. Hope you got my little gift I left. Love to set set time up to get coffee. You know, whatever it is you need to do. But prospecting, like go back to your roots. Go back to doing those things that work because I feel, I feel like there's a need. Mm-hmm. So how do we, for people who aren't in our industries, who are not in like B2B stuff, how do you prospect for B2C? You can do that aren't necessarily marketing and advertising. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that there's, you know, I've always found that like, 
I say, I kind of mentioned this before, like knowing an industry, right? Knowing a fact, like I know like with my automotive dealers, like I would like go on spots and dots, which is like a great resource if you're in advertising and marketing to like, just kind of see what's going on. Like in all industries, it's like the headliner for the day, so to speak. Um, and just kind of grabbing that clip and sending it to them like, oh my gosh, I didn't know that like Hyundai was like down in sales. Like I hope you guys are killing it. Or like, I think anything like that, you know, mm -hmm. that's informational could, could work to grab their attention, especially when it's not just coming from like the spots and dot source, but it's actually coming from just a person who's trying to get in with them. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think it kind of all plays together in the same way, but I guess I just, I don't know. So I think if you're, if you've kept a CRM or if you, if you're in like a retail space, right. And you have like clients, mm -hmm. if you get their email or customers, I should say, if you have customers, you get their emails, keep sending out email campaigns. It's oh inexpensive. yeah. expensive. Yeah. It helps you stay front of mind depending on what you're selling. Um, but like getting those like emails where it's like, oh, we're having a sale. We're having this that, and the other. Yeah. Like, Cause I, and I get, we're mostly geared towards like marketing professionals, but we do have a handful of people in, in like retail spaces that listen to us. Um, and so staying in I, the biggest thing with prospecting, it doesn't matter what industry you're in is staying in front of people enough to keep your business front of mind when something comes up, because you might not have the solution they need at the mm -hmm. moment, but you want them to be like, Oh yeah, I have this like you know, coffee mug on my desk every day with, with MGM on it. And oh my God, my marketing company sucks, you know, whatever. It's always um, good to be number two. Well, yeah, it, there's mm -hmm. nothing wrong with being number two because mm -hmm. then you'll be number one at some point. Absolutely. Absolutely. Email marketing is great. And I think too, you know, with email marketing, like for you can, it, it gives a sense of relevancy too, right? Like if with retail showing what's trendy, showing what's happening, like, you know, letting them know that you're in the know. I think being an expert, like I remember a long time ago when I was a sales rep at WBAL-TV, like my manager said, you do not need to know everything, just know one or two things about the industry. Because I didn't know, I didn't know anything. I was just like young girl, like home improvement. What's that? Like a hammer? What are <laughs> we going to do? Is that the show with Tim Allen? Yeah, like what are we doing? Like automotive, like, oh my God, I can't go in there and sell. I don't know anything. But I just got my little pieces, my little bits and pieces to show that I was an expert in that industry. I understood what they were talking about, obviously not showing any type of intimidation. Um, and, you know, being an expert, I think being an expert is just extremely important. I think there's a credibility with that. So you can't just walk in or call or send an email and just go, you know what? I tried. That's it. You know, they didn't get back in touch with me. It's just not going to work. Um, thinking outside the box, going the extra mile, find something out, ask, ask about them. I've, I've called stations before and said, Hey, like I saw that this client's doing this or, you know, do you know anything about them? Do they have kids? Do they, are they married? Um, you know, knowing some personal things and, and kind of, you know, touching them with a personal touch goes a long way too. It lets them know you've done your homework. Right. So prospecting, is tough. And for us to sit here and say, like, just go do this, we're, we, we get it. We get it. It's, it's daunting. It's like, why do I even have to do this? I'm definitely going to get a no, but it's all about that mindset thing again, right? Like you have to do it though, because even for me, a business owner, even for Victoria, I have to go out there and prospect still. I have to get my name out there still. I have to go out there and, and get my face in front of people. Like I can't just expect 
that the business is just going to flow in on its own. And I have to stay relevant too. Like I'm getting older. I've been in this business for a long time now. And for all these people know, for all they know is I might be out of the industry. You know, I mean, if they haven't worked with me in eight years, like honestly, if they haven't worked with me in like eight or 10 years, because I was their account executive at one point, they might not even think I'm in the business. They might not even know I have a business. Shit. I'm leaving right now. I'm going to go prospect. (laughs) (laughs) Nicole is alive and well. Uh, If you're listening, you're like, that name sounds familiar. Yeah. Well, it was like Sweeney and then it was Mikowski and now it turns. So, you know, whatever. (laughs) Oh, my God. That redhead girl that sells things, that's Nicole. Um, But you know what like a really good resource is? And I've taken like classes on this. I've read books on this, whatever, is like using LinkedIn to sell. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing. Don't just like send people messages with – Ugh. This is what I do. This yeah. is what I, I want to set up a meeting, blah, blah, blah. Like there's a whole process to it, which honestly should just be a whole other topic. Like I will, you'll be yeah. here all day. I was going to say, if I have a whole different opinion kid. about LinkedIn yeah. and that. Yeah. Mm. Well, mm. so maybe we can just record that one next. Stay mm-hmm. tuned. But um, <laughs> as far as prospecting goes, like I, I used to work for a commercial cleaning company. It's where I started my B2B sales job, right? Very first time I ever did it. I used to run retail stores. Um, so I had to get more clients for retail, um, which is a whole other monster. But so when I started doing this, all they did was cold calling and door knocking. Mm -hmm. All they did. I had to make like 70 calls a day, 20 door knocks a day. Like it was like nose to the ground. Yeah. Yeah. At this point, I didn't even know what networking was. I didn't know it was a thing. Like I just thought this was sales. I was like, okay. So I had to figure out how to make it work Mm -hmm. very, very quickly. And I learned how to, just like Nicole said, stopping in. And I I personally am better with um, being in person. I'm not good on the phone. I'm, I shouldn't say I'm not good on the phone. I'm fine on the phone. It's hard to connect. It's hard to connect. But the problem is, is like I, I read people, mm-hmm. right? So if I go into a place and somebody seems very closed off, the first thing I'll do is give them a compliment. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Like if there's a picture of their kids on their desk, like, oh, my God, your kids are so cute. Like mm-hmm. how old are they? Blah, blah, blah. Like don't even talk about like why you're there. And so making like that personal connection with like the receptionist to kind of get to the point where they'll give me the information that I need. But on the phone – it's harder and it's hard to see their face and it's hard, you know, all that stuff. So going in, I God, I made a shit ton of like appointments just going into places. Yeah. It was so much easier and it is so much easier, but knowing the research when you go in and figuring out like who you have to talk to, who's the decision maker, all that kind of stuff and staying organized with it. Cause honestly it all means nothing if you can't stay organized on your end. Yeah, no, it's so true. I mean, I've done that a lot where it's like I call people, I like write it down real quick and like I don't have this like organized software to like dump all of it. I think I'm kind of still working on that. Um, <laughs> do, you, do you need HubSpot? <laughs> I mean, I have it. I just I don't like importing the information into yeah, the system. That's um, that's my that's like one mm-hmm. of my weaknesses. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, look, prospecting is key. If you want to if you want to grow, if you want to, if you want to expand your business, if you want to dabble into those other categories of business, if you want to grow your client list, if you want to grow your network of people, I just feel like it all kind of comes hand in hand. Prospects just one of those things that's ingrained into us as a salesperson. It, it comes in waves, right? I mean, we know that, you know, you might get, you might get two clients off just prospecting that one month and you're like, you know what, I can take Paul's for a second because I am like swamped right now. But, you know, it's just something you have to do. You have to be relevant. You have to stay in front of people. And fortunately with 
social media, we can stay relevant, right? Like we're here, we can like stay out there, but there's still those old school business owners. They're there. They're the they're the ones that have the money to spend. Those are the ones mm-hmm. you want to get in front of. They are not, those are what feed the pipelines. They are like, you know, retail stores are great, and you know, clothing retails, all those are great. But like the guys who are spending the women, the guys who are spending the money, the advertising dollars have been in the business for over forty years. They want you to come in. They want you to like earn your keep. They want you to sell the shit out of yourself. They want you to explain why they should give their million dollars to you. Um, and so for for me, that's getting in front of them. That's me going in there and selling myself and getting in front of them. Pro tip. When you door knock place, always get a business card. Preach. And write information on that business card. Yes. So – the first thing I would do as soon as I left, I have like a pen in my bag, handful of business cards, like whatever. And I like make a note, like talk to so-and-so says so-and-so is mm-hmm. the person in charge, like whatever. And then that way you can keep detailed notes because there's nothing worse. I've done it. I'm sure Nicole's done it where you forget to take notes and you call like, hey, I just want to follow up on my email. And you forget you had like a whole conversation with this person. You learned about their kids and their wife. Mm-hmm. And they answer the phone like, oh, hey, man, what's up? And you're just like, hi. And you completely forget what you had talked about. Right. So yeah. keeping detailed notes is really, really helpful. Um, HubSpot. I keep saying HubSpot. No, they're not sponsoring us. It's literally just what, what I've used when I started the business because it's a free tool. But putting like as much detail in there as you possibly can. Mm-hmm. And that way, like you have a running register of what's going on with this person if they told you like look I'm not ready now but call me in like three months kind of thing um just I think prospecting is tough it's so much easier if you can stay organized yeah and and look people still like to receive cards people still like like the thank you cards and they still like to like get paper especially the people who we're trying to get in front of for business at least who I'm trying to get in front of they still like paper they still like to receive a note that says thank you or you know something in the mail um there's just a lot of different things that you can do and I think that's another thing we've gotten away from is sending thank you cards after you meet somebody you know think about how many emails I get so many emails a day so many emails a day so I can only imagine what somebody who's running a 20 million plus 40 million 50 million 60 million dollar company as far as emails is getting so something tangible something like you can send in the mail to them it goes a long way also business cards I love my business cards they're square they're black and white and I still have them but I've also have um, decided to start using dots and it has the QR code on it. So when I meet people, they literally can just scan my QR code and all my information is in their phone. Not just like my name and my number, but like all my email addresses that I have for my business, all my social handles, they can find me in any shape way they want to. And it's all in their phone. So business cards are great. But I'm just saying, if you want something that's a little bit more just easy peasy, pull it out, like a QR code business card, like with your business colors on it, you can get your logo on it. It's pretty cool. Um, Something to think about. And Doc can also sponsor us. Thank you. (laughs) I'm not going to elaborate. I like I like the the actual card. Oh, I have them. I still use them. I feel like in some cases, though, like I people who are like quick and like on the go like it just it can get used in both both cases I think it's good to have both so oh, yeah. when I like I don't have a digital business card thought about it looked into it 
my business card is a circle for a ball. And like none of our business cards fit in anybody's wallet. No, but like, honestly, people keep it. Yeah. I have, I've, people literally are like, oh yeah, yours is the ball card. Mm -hmm. Like it's like a conversation starter. So I, I use it. The thing I'm worried about with using a digital business card is I get lost in their contacts. Yeah. And so at least with like an actual business card, but if you go to like a networking event, and you just need to like here do well, that. Well, that's like, what I mean. Yes, a hundred. I think it's for like good for like on the go, quick. Like you make yes. a personal connection with somebody, and it's like okay, I'm gonna give them this. But like, cause I love my business cards too, and I get compliments on them too. Like simply just because they're square, and I think it's because they're black. I have no idea, but I like them too. <laughs> so, but no, I completely agree in a business card. But that's another thing too, like. Do something with your business card, people. Like, I, oh I'm God. so sick of getting white rectangular business cards. Like, come on. Like, they're, go to moo.com, M-O-O.com, okay? And you can get different shaped business cards. And you would be surprised just that little, mm-hmm. that little touch point of having something that's different where somebody stops and goes, oh, wow. Whether well, the shape and the color and the texture and that it's a little bit heavier, it really goes a long way. Like, do that helps with your prospecting too. Like yeah. all that is a package deal, right? From the way that you walk in, the way that you're put together, your business card, your leave behind. And that's another credibility, right? Like having a digital card and not having a having the hard copy of a business card and the way that you are carrying yourself. Like it's it's all good. It's it's not gonna hurt you. It's gonna help you. So you can add that on to your list of things to do when you go ro- <laughs> <laughs> prospecting. <laughs> Oh my God. Well, I think that was a good episode. I think that's kind of it. I don't yeah, we'll put that in our book when we write it one day and we'll leave that as our business card. I know, right? So <laughs> I think we should have another episode just based on LinkedIn too. I think that would be really helpful. Yeah, I have a lot of opinions. Or I, I mean, maybe I don't. Maybe I just have like one word and you can talk the whole time because LinkedIn is like See, a whole like, other. I love it. Like if you can get past some of like the BS, the thing I don't like about it is as soon as you put president on your profile, you get people like who can't even like spell things correctly, like messaging you like, buy my thing. I want to check in one more time. Like the the spam bullshit stuff, you know, like, yeah, that's the thing I don't like. I don't but. like the automated um, messaging. Like yes. it's, it's like it's not authentic. It doesn't make me want to no. read it. It's I can tell no. you just sent it out to me and it and it's always somebody. It's always like somebody that I'm not interested. It's just I'm not interested. Yeah. Um, But LinkedIn has a lot of new things happening this year, so we can talk about those. You know, video content's definitely going to be something that they are integrating onto their platform, which we can talk about. Exactly. So it's going to be, you know, I mean, it's about time, but, you know, whatever. About fucking time, Um, LinkedIn. Everyone else has been doing it for years. Do you? So here's the thing. My company, we use Meta to mm-hmm. schedule Facebook and Instagram mm-hmm. because why not? It's a free resource that Facebook gives you. Like, why would I pay for like Hootsuite? Like, it, it just, I feel like if the platform's creating it, use it, right? Like, I feel like it's just going to help your cause. LinkedIn, you MFers, you, I have to pay for an extra platform to schedule posts for LinkedIn because they, you can't schedule on there. I'm like, that's why I just go on there and just do them myself. I know. Well, so, well, that's not going to always be able to happen, but they, they actually, uh, I took a class on like trends and they're going to be implementing a scheduler this year, I think. Oh my, well, thank you, Jesus. Hopefully. Yeah. It's about thank time. God. Well, anyway, guys, we'll wrap it up here. <laughs> if you have questions about prospecting, um, let us know. We, yeah. Good luck a, out there, guys. Yeah. You can do it. 
Yeah, go get them. Go get them. <laughs> go get them, Tiger. <laughs> I want to hear about your prospecting and what happened. Hey, actually, yeah, let us send know us some tips. I would love to know what I'm missing on this prospecting. Absolutely. Game. Let us know what works. Let us know if you fell flat on your face because trust me, we've done it probably more than and who cares if you get told no move on to the next one there's plenty of fish out there there's a lot of business out there and also whatever you do just because it's january whatever don't think like you've missed the boat on getting new business you would be surprised how a lot of clients are sitting here right now about to make big agency changes marketing marketing changes how um or they're, you know, in July, usually the fiscal year has kicked in. So th- there's always a time to get new business. I think as salespeople, we always, you know, we never stop looking. Yeah. Just keep going, go hard, take the no, run with it and accept the yes and be happy with the win. Yeah, absolutely. All right, guys. Well, that's it for us until next. Oh, no, the social handles. Almost forgot. Yes. Yeah, so hit us up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mad girls in marketing pod at gmail.com you can follow us on linkedin instagram and facebook we'll be sending videos out soon i know we've got tiktok coming TikTok. i don't it'll probably be live by the time this episode airs we just don't have it up yet i know and youtube so follow our socials we'll be announcing it and um, right. until next time guys let's stay mad about marketing